you're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads Agency. Uh, but Regina has put together a fantastic calculator on how to get the client to understand what their goals are. It's not a magic bullet where everyone's like, ah, now I absolutely agree, and everyone just rides off into the sunset. So all of the, the goal setting, this is a really good way to identify without talking to the client what some good goals should be for us. I moved my ROAS from 90 to 120, and I lost $10,000 in ad spend that day. Now, I don't wanna go over all the bidding strategies again, because I think that that's a big waste of people's time. I think we have it all. I already have a video on this. We did a Friday training about it, so we're all set there. But just a refresher for two things. Maximize conversion value. When you add a target return on ad spend, will limit the spend if your return on ad spend isn't meeting that target. Your ROAS is not anything other than a simple mathematical ratio. It's X compared to Y. If I spend X and I get Y and that ratio is off, my target ROAS is below, I simply reduce X. Now my ratio is in line. So when you're talking about scaling a campaign or trying to spend the daily budget, we already know that this will not spend the daily budget because this campaign is asking Google, essentially, Google's campaign is asking itself, hey, can you spend $430 a day? Sure. Can you spend $430 a day and get a 2.25 ROAS and above? No. Well, what can you spend? $86. No, it's the time like two days. So it's going to try to get like 1.4. Now, it will not actually not spend unless you get that ROAS. This is what I can spend predictively and get close as possible. But if I spend $400 in one day, this ROAS is going to go down to like 0.3, and that's never going to happen. Same thing with target CPA, same exact scenario. Can you spend $500 a day? Sure. Can you spend $500 a day and give me $20 conversions? No. What can you get? I can spend $180 a day and get $25 conversions. It's close. Okay. But when you remove the TROAS or you remove the TCPA, spend is going to bump fast. I'll give you a really great small scenario. Watch how touchy this is and understand that this is something that is very, that's built into Google. See this dip where my cost went from 22 grand a day down to 10 grand a day. It was cut in half. All I did in this campaign, when you look at the change history, I moved my ROAS from 90 to 120 and I lost $10,000 in ad spend that day. And I lost, and really too bad, I lost 40 conversions. So what I do the next day, <laughs> I said, oh, all right, 90 is too low. What if I go from 120 down to 110? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we could do that. And then here's 17,000. So I can spend 22 at 90. I can spend 10 at 120. I spend 17 at 110. That's how whatever your targets are is what Google will dictate what you can spend. So that's how touch it is. Any restricted bidding strategy will stop spend. Any questions there? I know this is a lot of basic stuff. But it's good foundational stuff that should hopefully stop any sort of miscommunications or misunderstandings in the future. Next, we're going to be talking about goal setting. I have a fairly good calculation that I did this week actually for a client that I'd like to share with everyone. Goal setting is is more complicated target or topic. We do have some videos about it. We haven't discussed it in great detail, but I think that one of the topics that keeps coming up is you know how do we talk to clients about their goals? Regina has a fantastic calculator on how to get the client to understand what their goals are. It's not a magic bullet where everyone's like, ah, now I absolutely agree, and everyone just rides off into the sunset. But it gets them a lot closer, puts you on the same wavelength as that client. We're talking about goal setting specifically in Google Ads, and I have something to add to it. Thank you, Regina. Everyone, click on Regina's link and just take a look at that document. 
this, not necessarily go over it in detail on this call. I think we'll be all smart enough to know what this means essentially, but this is your profit margin, the returning customer break-even ROAS, and Regina's done a great job at explaining each one, what it means below as like a legend. Returning customer rate, new customer break-even ROAS, and recommended Google Ads goal. For us to, and this is something that a client can fill out, so it's it's fantastic. But here's a really good client interaction. This is a client, we're scaling up. This is a client here, I'm not gonna say the name obviously, but the client says, what would you consider a good goal for us? 3X, 4X? 100x, you know, smiley face, as we're increasing our spend and the ROAS is actually going up. Their MER, I should say, global MER, media efficiency ratio. Here's a calculation that I put together. I think we can use a CPA versus LTV model. And I said, here are your current metrics. And let me explain this, and I'll drop this in the chat. This is something that we can, it's a little bit more complex, but it is good goal setting. One thing that always kills a client is poor performance, even if it was outside of Google. Well, Google looked good. Yeah, but they still canceled. Or, well, we're on track and hitting the goal. Whose goal? Our goal? Was it right? Their goal? Did they agree? So all of the goal setting, this is a really good way to identify without talking to the client, what some good goals should be for us. And if we think that the client may be undershooting or even overshooting their goal, if they're undershooting it, we can educate them about why. It's going to limit scale. If they're overshooting it, we're going to lose profitability. So it's really good kind of baromic meter to identify where we need to land and how we can educate the client. I said, I think we can use a cost per acquisition, whether it's new or returning for them. It doesn't really matter that it's all new at this point because they're like a brand new company. So let's just assume that is true. You could use CAC, but you have to verify a cost of acquiring a new customer. So I said, here's your average order value, $59.82. Your 90-day purchase frequency is 1.08. So the average lifetime value for 90 days is your average order value multiplied by your purchase frequency. So $59.82 multiplied by 1.08 to get us a $64.60. That's the average lifetime value of 90 days of every new customer. So if I took $64.60, which is the average lifetime value of 90 days, and divided that by three, indicating a 300% return on spend, my CPA target setting Google Ads needs to be $21.53. $21.53 means I can get a 3x return on a client's new customer every three months. And that's a rolling three months. If this happens every three months, by month three, while we're up and running and rolling, you're going to see the new and the repeat just kind of keep cranking. This is just going to be evergreen and it will keep rolling in. Now, if that's our target, we have 179 orders actually in the last 30 days. And here's the current breakdown. So current CPA versus 90 day LTV. Here's where we landed. We have $5,119 in spend. That brought us 179 customers. So it's $28.60. They have Amazon and we've already proven that when we turn on and turn off YouTube, their Amazon sales go up and down. So I can't take credit for it because I can't prove it with data, but this is just assuming that we're not gonna count them, which if we did, we'd fall between our goal and our current. But that means that our current cost per acquiring new customer is 28. Now, what does this mean? Well, then if you wanted to kind of reverse engineer this, who knows how to find their current 90-day CAC versus LTV return on Aspen? What numbers would you do? Do we know this yet? If not, that's okay. I just want to see if anybody was following along. Ah, here's what I would do to calculate that. Average order value and purchase frequency for three-month period? Yeah, I might have actually asked the question wrong. Now I'm thinking about it. But I was just going to say, it would just be 64.60 divided by 28.60. Right now, our ROAS for our current CPA versus LTV of 90 days is 2.25. What this means is that we're currently getting $64 is our 90-day LTV. We already know this. And if our current sales for the month so far is coming in at $28, we know that 64.60 divided by 28 means that we're getting a 2.25 currently. If this was 
you'll see 64.60 divided by 21.53. That'll put us at a 300. We're getting a 2.25 MER. All cash in, all cash out. That's a 2.25 ROAS, MER. It doesn't matter what you call it, but that's currently. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting the video you're watching because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google Ads and you want to work with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, please go to solate.com forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google Ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to solate.com, that's S-O-L-8.com, to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. And so that's why when he says, hey, what's a good goal for us? I said, here's what we're going to spend. If I come to you and say, I'll spend $21 to make $64 every three months for every customer, is that good? You have to tell me your profit margin. You have to tell me everything else. So this is a path to get to 300%. I did this all when he said, hey, what's a good goal to consider from us? I hopped into Google Ads, I hopped in the back of the shop, and I put this calculation together and they would look at this and say, I agree, I don't agree, or I don't know what this means. And then we have further discussions, but that's what we can do for our current clients because we're looking at a blended MER. It does not matter what is happening on Facebook and Google. No one will ever be able to fully attribute a person that saw it as six times on Facebook and then one on Google. You have to look at MER because that's where you can see if I scale this, my MER should go up. It's just an assumption. If I reduce that, my MER should stay the same, but my volume will get low. That's all we're doing is, is calculating MER, making adjustments on the channel. Regina, what's up? What you just said about you're never going to be able to attribute all the numbers. What you're getting in Google Ads is different from what you're really getting from Google Ads. So I don't know if that's what you were saying, but I'm trying to paraphrase. Not necessarily, uh, it's close, but actually that's a good point. I'll cover that right next. So what your Google Ads CPA is not real, it's just right. indicative of what we could track. But if we looked at all cash in and all cash out MER, you can kind of deduce how close it is. If we're currently making, let's say 10 grand globally, and we're only spending on Google, and let's say we're spending five grand on Google, your MER is two, but even Google might say it's 1.6. So it's okay that you can compare the two. However, this number here is not going to magically just gain better attribution unless you crank up the brand spend, but then we're all smart enough to know that's not real, not necessarily. So all things considered, if that campaign that's tracking at $28.60 goes down to a $21.53, all we took is an inaccurate actual number and another inaccurate actual number and move the trend line still going to be beneficial to the client this doesn't need to be real for me to know that it should go down by seven <laughs> and that's we're just comparing it to the mer does it make sense yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> it's funny it's like okay google says you get two and rally at four if google goes from two to four you should go from four to eight Yes, exactly. At Starter PPC, the only way we're handling like the no client meetings situation is by seriously simplifying this conversation similar to what you have in that email. Like all we're saying to clients is like, hey, your Google ads, ROAS in Google ads is showing this. How does your business feel? Is it profitable? Are you happy? Good? Great. Then this is our ROAS goal. Like not what you thought you should get, but this is what Google ads is getting you and you're happy. You know what I mean? Like we're kind of just simplifying that whole conversation and just only talking about like the numbers that Google Ads is showing because there's just no way in mess support tickets to handle anything else.
And it's working. Like, it's kind of crazy. I had a lot of hesitations about it this year. And it's been a learning process to figure out what that conversation looks like. But I was like, too complicated. It's not going to work. But it's like working. And it's so much simpler than I thought it was going to be. It also kind of makes you think like an entrepreneur just like them. Like, like that's kind of what they're also looking at too. So when you kind of dig yourself out of the potential Google Ads data hole and look at the whole company, like the client is looking at the whole company, a lot of times you can be more well aligned. Now, if you do that and then you base the metrics off it, what's really great about this is you can have a campaign that's at a 2.2 return and their goal is three. But when you look at overall business and business has gone up by 3.2 times since starting it, the client's just going to care about that money in his or her bank regardless of what Google Ads is. If a person's like, wow, you're hitting the goal. And you're like, yeah, my Google says 2.1. They're like, so? <laughs> you know, they don't care. <laughs> now, the exact opposite is true though. We're like, we're hitting a 4X return. They're like, yeah, but I lost 10% in my company this last year. They don't care that it's in a 4. So we always look at the whole thing. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation. Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation, I said action plan. A bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business, no strings attached. That's sol8.com, sol, the number eight, dot com.